Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Redskins Nation, what is up? Back at it again, Tate and Todd, Redskins Podcast. You already know the deal. They already know the deal, Tate. <laughs> they know the deal, man. We are Ain't back and at it. Yep. And there is a lot to talk about. <laughs> there is a lot. There's a lot. This is episode 11. Now, before anything else, uh, this episode at the end, we're going we're gonna to cap it off with our discussion with the one and only Rick Doc Walker. Uh, we were honored to have him on here. It was really cool. And obviously, he had plenty to say, and it's always it's always cool to hear him talk. So that's going to be at the end. Um, so you definitely don't want to miss that. And you you have every right to fast forward to it, but just listen <laughs> to us before then. I promise we won't be long. So, uh, but yeah, how, how have you been, Tay? I've been good, man. I just got back. I was in Washington for the weekend. Washington State flew into Portland, mm-hmm. and I uh, was there for about three days. Got there Friday uh, after afternoon and then came back monday late monday night around 10 so uh it's been been busy and and on the road i know you were talking about you had you're moving around a lot uh talking about being up in the mountains with the snow when it was like 80 degrees yeah if 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 any of you listeners out there know uh heard of mount rainier in washington state uh, it was a weird weird situation where i I grew up there (laughs) it was snowing i brought hoodie i brought a sweater i brought everything and we get to the mount it's snow stepping in snow and as we continue to walk up we look at our phone and it's 70 degrees with snow on the ground how is that even possible i have no idea and the flip side of that we go to portland and we go to the coast of of oregon and it's freezing at the beach so it's like (laughs) it's it's no, it's, it's, I was See, confused, but that's was, some West coast mess. <laughs> it, it had to be, man. It was, it was definitely a strange. That's that strange. Oregon, Washington stuff. <laughs> you know, they got werewolves and stuff out there. I'm sure. <laughs> All types of supernatural stuff. <laughs> yeah, man, you were, you were, uh, you were traveling and visiting, obviously your, your girlfriend, right when everything was popping off with the name. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Before before we get before we get to the name, let's talk about this laptop, man. My, my man Todd finally got a new laptop. Tell us about yeah. that laptop. Man. Well, basically, we just don't have to worry about crashing in the middle of recording. <laughs> At least we shouldn't. If you spend a thousand dollars on a laptop, you shouldn't have to worry about it crashing, right? So right. clearly, we're invested in this because I was like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I just had this old thing and it, I just I deserve better honestly I deserve better All right <laughs> I got better so I'm still trying to figure out how to pay for it but I'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll worry about that later I got it now they can't take it back from me <laughs> uh yeah so got that so we don't have to have any interruptions while we talk about everything and uh that everything right now is Okay, here's the first thing I want to ask you, Dave. Is there anything other than winning a Super Bowl for this organization that could happen more significantly than changing the name? 
Uh, man, I, I don't think so. I think this is uh, – I think this is one of the biggest, as Redskins fans or Washington fans for that matter, <laughs> or Red Bulls fans for that, no. <laughs> <laughs> I would say this, this man, this is exciting times. I think this is, yeah. I, I'm really, I'm really excited. And I could see if we had old players, but the fact that these young players are growing, like it, it's, it's a perfect opportunity for I these agree. young guys to grow with the name and grow yeah. with, with whatever new name they pick. So I'm excited, man. This is, this is big, big time. I agree that it is. It's definitely the perfect time. And I mean, uh, it's a perfect time for the organization. It's a perfect time uh, in the country, you know. And uh, you know, you can say whatever you want about why it's happening. You know, the Coke and not Coke, Pepsi and Nike and all that. <laughs> and everyone's gonna have their thoughts, and we can talk about that all day. At the end of the day, the name is changing. Like that much has pretty much become clear. The moment Adam Schefter starts saying stuff, is happening. Yeah, yeah. And so the name is changing, and so that's why you know we tweeted out basically saying. You know, we're fans of this team, whether they're the Redskins, whether they're the Braves, whether they're losing for 20 straight years, whatever it may be, we're the fans of this team. And so whatever they change the name to, we're going to support the team. We're going to take it. You know, some names will be easier to adjust right. to. Some names will be harder. Yes. <laughs> and we'll have to just see which, you know, which way they go. But, I mean, at this point, I think it's best to just accept it and then just to be excited. We've been bad for long. Redskins have been bad for a long time. Maybe this new whatever it is will will be better, right? I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I agree with that, man. And it, it's – I mean, what better way – from what I hear, Ron Rivera said that he would like to have this done in a couple of weeks. Right, yeah. He's, uh, I'm sure he's tired of it too. I'm sure he's tired. And he just got here, you know. And yeah. a lot of people are complaining about Ron But Why does he have so much – should the coach be doing this and that yeah. and – Honestly, I think I think Ron Rivera was the, I think Ron Rivera is a big reason why Dan Snyder is even considering. I mean, obviously we have the all this going on in the, in the world right now, but I think with Ron Rivera being there, this helps comfort Daniel Snyder in making decisions and knowing that he has a leader in Ron Rivera and someone who's going to back him 100 percent of the way. Yeah, yeah, you just clearly the the position that he has is different from like what a Jay Gruden had you know yes and uh it is a good time he's a minority coach he obviously you know he said it's something that's personal to him and and then it's his first year and I know it's not ideal because he got everything coronavirus going on now you got name stuff and there's been so little talk about football I know that's what he wants to talk about but it is the time and so the question is now really literally how do you do it you know, and this is the sort of thing that's supposed to be planned ahead. Right. It's supposed to, and it's crazy because we we had that episode, not our last one, right before that we were talking about the name and our in our ones we like or dislike the most, and, but we were not thinking that here two episodes later we'd be talking about it seriously. You got to pick a name, or do you want to go through the season as the Washington Football Team or Washington Football and unveil a name after the season? You know, there's you can't do a total rebranding in two months. It's not no, possible. And then I'm not even just that, but you have to get a trademark, you have to get licensing. There's so much that needs to happen. And it's just like like literally what do you do? Do you pick a name now, Tay? Or do you wait till after the season? Like and that like do you pick and announce a name now or do you just say we're gonna be the Washington football team? while you're working on all that and announce it after the season, what the name is, what do you think is the best course of action? 
I think the best course of action is going ahead and picking a name and then worrying about the rest later. That way you're not dealing with the season. Oh, so what's the new name? What's the new yeah. name? Yeah, dealing with players. Point. Do you know the new name? Do you know? <laughs> no, let's just get the name out there. I agree. And then we can kind of, I mean, give the fans some opportunities to come up with some uh, ideas of once they get the name out there, some fans shoot some pictures to uh, whoever, you know, the graphic design, whoever it may be. Yeah, and I and I and I, I really believe that this is going to turn out for the best for the for for the Washington franchise because this is a whole new movement, you know, and 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 mm-hmm. a whole new this is really a whole new phase for us, you know. It it's is, like we're kind of is. putting putting that in the back, and it's like we got these young guys ready to roll, and it's it's going to feel like a kind of like a college atmosphere, really, because we're so young. And then on top of that, I don't know if you all. All you Redskins remember, we still have Chase Young, and and I keep forgetting, but I keep <laughs> right. You gotta don't forget videos. about that. <laughs> yeah, don't forget about that. He's still here, I, 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 man. So uh, the name, I, the name I like is is similar to the one you like. Which one? Do, which one do you like the most? I know we we had a couple, maybe different ones that we were looking into last week. Yeah, but now I think that's kind of changed into one specific mm-hmm. one that you and I both agree on. And uh, that what, what what is that? that? It's the it's the one basically that we didn't discuss because no one suggested it on our last it's name. Crazy one. man, it's so crazy. Red Wolves, and I don't. I I think okay. So any of these names is going to take time, but for me, when you talk about Red Wolves, it's much more than just the name. It's everything that comes with it, right? I mean, for one, you're talking about taking on a, a logo, a name, a branding that's not in the NFL currently. There's no wolves, mm-hmm. right? Two, you're talking about an animal that has so many characteristics that are so unique and so distinct that as fans, we can play off of that. So let's just mm-hmm. talk for a moment. Say we've talked about it and everyone's tweeted mm-hmm. about it. Howling during games. It will be the, the cheesiest and most amazing thing ever. Like fans will do it. It will be our thing. And, and it's not that every team needs to have that or her has that. But things like that give it a leg up in my mind, right? Because that's, that's cool. That's a unity. And, and the thing about it is that I think it has the most potential to grow on people who don't like it. Who doesn't right. like wolves? Wolves are cool. Exactly. Exactly. I agree with that 100%. I mean, I could look at the, the fan section, just having a wolf pack section, you know. Just, right, oh, right. Man. Wolf pack, the den. And then you've got, you know, the fact that, the name may be Red Wolves, but you, you know, you could just be known as the Wolves. You could just say Wolves. No, right. go Wolves. I'm a Wolves fan. It's going to take time. It's going to be different, but it's become clear because we were discussing on our last, on our name discussion episode about whether or not you stay with Native American themes or go away. And now it's become clear that you're going away. You right. have to go away because at the end of the day, you have got to make it so that there can be no issue with mm-hmm. the name from a political mm-hmm. perspective or from activism. Mm-hmm. So Red Wolf to me, I, cause you know, I'm a tails fan, red tails. It doesn't have the same warriors. And, and I, and I tweeted out earlier today that people talk about, you know, warriors and that's basketball. It's a different sport. And I get that. But when you look at um, the teams that share names, there's no sharing between the NBA and the NFL. Those are mm-hmm. the two biggest leagues, you know, mm-hmm. Warriors doesn't sound bad, but, the, you know, it's almost – and someone made a great point. It's almost like an NBA team changing their names to the Patriots 
or the Seahawks, you know, yeah, the yeah. Ravens, one of these good franchises. In yeah. the NFL, that'd be kind of weird, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't look at it like that. Yeah, and I didn't either until I saw that. And I was like, that makes sense. They're too established in my mind, you know, in the NBA. And there's too many other possible names out there for us to be picking of the 32 basketball names, you know? Right. And I think that we're both, like, firmly implanted in, on, on Red Wolves being the best option. <laughs> and, and I just think how fierce that can be, man. Ah, oh, man. Can, they I, can. I, Wolves are just – cool they are and they go hard and they they the mint the the whole thing about wolves matches a team and how they hunt and attack exactly exactly and and then they're a real animal that's native to this area i i think that's i think that's pretty cool and i think that people will, will have one thing that that needs to be said is you got to find the balance between uh maintaining you know some familiarity with our parents' generation, right? The older fans, the ones who have been fans 70s, 80s, and whatnot. And then also having something that's new and cool for the younger fans, for the Gen Z, for Gen Alpha. It has to be cool. The name, right. the logo, all of it has to be cool. If we're being honest, if they were picking new names now and, and Redskins wasn't racist, Redskins wouldn't be particularly cool, right? Right. But because it's been 90 years, they're the Redskins. <clears throat> this new name has to got to be cool tate like yes, that's so critical you I cannot agree. get clowned because your new name is lame you can't yeah, i agree I, and i mean no one is not going to be 100 percent for any of them but there's clearly a couple that stand out and in my mind <laughs> if you go red wolves even the people who say that's whack at some point they're gonna be i mean okay that's kind of cool that's kind of tough that thing is tough, man. And some of these concepts you all are coming out with, man. Yeah, it, it, they're cool it's, stuff, man. It's it's really cool, and they can and they from what I hear, they want to keep the burgundy and gold. Yeah, which you is fine with me. You, you can know. keep the R logo too. With yeah, the red, you keep, exactly. The R, the fight song, all of that stays the same. All of that stays the same. And I get think you a black jersey or a gray jersey. That's I think Tay, Tay, I gotta tell you because I've been thinking black this whole time. Love black. Black is great, but I saw some. Um, some mock-up gray jerseys someone had done and those were tough too oh my goodness <laughs> and i mean there's so much you can do there's i'm just thinking about the graphics on the screen i'm thinking about oh, songs yeah. i'm thinking about people howling at their tvs oh my it, goodness like it just comes with so much and i think i think across the board all around that that name is it would be the the easiest transition at least for me you got people saying they don't like it but most people have said they like it or they that it's growing on them right right and I, and then, and then we just have to think from like a like an NFL world perspective not just fans but the NFL world when they say what this team's new name is do you want to be here sitting as a fan listening to fans of other teams clowning you or or the media clowning you you exactly. know NFL ESPN but I don't really see anyone saying Red Wolves is whack or that it's, I know, that I it's know. lame, right? I know. And maybe it's maybe not because it's wrong, not. But it's not, right? <laughs> it's not. Like, you can't, like, that, I, I, I don't know how you can look at a team and say Red, Wolf, Red Wolves is whack. Like, it's yeah. just. No. And, and, and even if it was, even if you didn't do Red Wolves, even if you did Wolves, even yeah. if you do Wolf Pack, I think anything Wolf is just, it works. It just yes. works to me. Yes. And, um, and the only reason I think they won't do it is just because 
of how much how many people I've seen that aren't supportive of it. Right. Like right. I'm scared that they're gonna pick some name that no one's even talked about. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like something just completely out the blue, like the, the lieutenants or something. Yeah. You know, and and so I don't I'll know. We'll so see. Right. There's been a bunch of people have been doing polls on Twitter. Washington Post is doing a poll right now, Tate. Red Tails was up way up in the lead, and now it's not anymore. Now Red Wolves is, is back and it's over there. It's beating it. And so Good, man, I don't like Red Tails at all. Like what? Oh. I gotta say, I gotta say, man, I <laughs> I don't get it. Like what is the what is the It's a great story. It has a great meaning. But I don't know what it has to do here with the sports team. That's what I'm saying. Like, because wolves are an animal. They're just, they're just an animal name like the other animal teams. The Red Tails is a specific story about a specific group of people who, who accomplished great things. But it's, that feels, maybe, maybe it's just me, that um, red something feels more forced to me. And and in my mind, I yeah no I don't know I I don't red tails does I not feel like sound cool. Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't. I'm a tails fan. I don't know. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Yeah, red tails is just. It's kind of I'm kind of surprised it's gotten as much traction as it has. Yeah, same. And it's like at the end of the day, if they make it red tails, we're gonna be like, okay, well, I'm a red tails fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm on board regardless of what the name is. I'll be on board. Yeah. I, I mean, it'll take some getting used to, but it won't take me long. Yeah, yeah. But it was funny. Someone tweeted, was like, what are we going to do? Put our arms out and make airplane noises? <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, like. At that one, I really, I'm having a hard time understanding why it's game. Like, I would, I would, uh, I would understand if Red Hawks had more steam. Yeah. Understand warriors. I would understand red hogs, war hogs, hogs, red tails. I don't know, man. I don't, I just, I'm, I'm really interested about, I don't know. but we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll have to see. And um, I, I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll do another pod here coming up. I'm sure there'll be some, I feel like this week is the end of this week or the beginning of next week. I think we're going to start hearing some, some, yeah. some more noise, you know, about what, what's happening. I, I know, there was a report yesterday that someone said that Warriors was the leading candidate. And, yeah. Um, I don't know, but uh, I guess we'll, we'll just find out and see. Yeah, we'll all find out together. I do think the best course of action is to pick a name and to announce it, but to roll through this season, um, to, to try to not come, come up with the logo and everything for this season. To have right. the name in place, to drop the right. red name, but to roll through this season as Washington football. And then at the end of next year, we know what the name is, but then we see the logo, we see the jersey, right. we see all of that. Right. I think that's the best course of action to take. Right. right. And then that way they can just grind. They, they just don't have to worry about it. Exactly. Let, the, let those people in the back, let the football season go, and then, you know, they'll kind of fly under the radar yeah. and, and just get it done. And then as soon as the season's over, boom. Pop yeah. it out like just like they did this year with the Chargers and the Rams uniforms and just yeah. kind of come out with that. I agree. I agree. Yeah, uh, we'll have to wait and see how it happens. Dan Snyder's man, it's, he's adding to his resume though. But yeah. Um. So I meant to say this in the beginning, but if you're listening, if you enjoy the podcast, a couple things. One, please subscribe on whichever platform you use to listen. We're on pretty much all of them, so please subscribe. Two, go on 
Apple Podcasts, where you can leave a review or a rating. And, and if you like it, give us five stars, leave a review, um, because we like to hear we like to hear that. And then uh, it shows that we have some listeners in some other countries, and I don't know if those are real or if those are spam or bots, but if you are listening, especially if you're listening from another country, feel, uh, feel free to, to, to let us know, whether it's on Twitter or to email us. Uh, email is tayandtodpodcast at gmail.com. So that's Tay and Todd podcast spelled out fully at gmail.com and just email us. Let us know that you're listening, that you're a fan. We'd appreciate that. And uh, we appreciate everyone who listens. And then also I think on our next episode, the plan is to have Martino de Salvaje. I think is how it's pronounced. (laughs) You can let us know for sure. Martino, the coach Savage. Let's go with that. He's worked with Morgan Moses Sean Dion Hamilton with uh, Darwin Kizzy with other guys as well. He, he does that for a living. He's a, a training coach for football. He, ha- he does it for youths, for anybody, I think. Um, and he does some good work. And so he's going to be on our next podcast, and that'll be pretty cool to talk to him. So I think that's pretty much all we have, right, Tay? Yep, that's all we have. And I want you all to enjoy uh, the show. I know we got to talk a little bit, but I think it's good to catch up. And mm-hmm. uh, again, Mr. Rick Dot Walker, if you're listening, we appreciate you. We thank you so much for joining us, and it was truly a blessing. It was truly an honor just to to talk it up with you, and, and just it was a, it was really a, a iconic moment for me as a Redskins fan. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. So you're gonna enjoy this. We're going to Rick. Uh, super quick, Tay. How, how what 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 pick would you give up for David and Joku? What round? Third. Third, okay. Uh, I think I go third too. I think we have two of them. Okay, all right. We're gonna send you over to our conversation with Rick Doc Walker. We we talk about pretty much everything. You want to hear what he has to say. So, without further ado, our conversation with Rick Doc Walker. Well, Rick Doc Walker, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, guys. Glad to be a part of the program. Thank you. Thank you for. We are honored by your presence and to have someone who's really one of the the voices of Redskins Radio, Redskins Talk, to join us is is an honor. So we greatly appreciate it. We uh we want to get right into it, I guess you know. And you're the expert here, so if you if you want to just cut me off and take over, you know I won't no, be offended. No, no, no. no. I'm just Q and A, man. It's all about Q and A. Okay. <laughs> So we wanted to really touch to, uh, I think, two, maybe three things and then uh, get you on your way. So the first thing we wanted to do was take a look back just quickly and maybe to understand for, for going forward with the new regime, with the new head coach and all that, what went so wrong in 2019? Um, we had four years where we were around 500. 2019, things went downhill. And, you know, the games they won were by a little bit. The games they lost were by a lot. And so – what would you say is one of the, the key things that contributed to a really down season? Well, let's start with the opener in Philadelphia. It's probably indicative of the entire season because, you know, at one point you're 17 to nothing, and I'm standing yeah. on the sidelines going, wow, he didn't suit up the most valuable player the prior year. Adrian Peterson is mm-hmm. inactive. Yeah. Are you telling me that we are up 17 to nothing in Philadelphia? And I thought, is this going to be a special season? like our 82 season. Yeah. And then 
the unthinkable happens. You let one of the premier deep threats in the world and Deshaun Jackson get past you when you ought to be in some form of prevent. Yeah. yeah. And to me, that just was indicative of what would come down the road. And it ended up being very disappointing with a team that has, has talent. But so what? If you don't play together, yeah. then you never win. The Patriots are not the most talented team in the NFL, but they sure as heck play together well. Yeah, okay. And so do you think that, like you talked about, playing together? So let's talk about, for example, Dwayne Haskins, the draft pick. Not the person, but just the choice. And how there was the owner and, and so-and-so want him. The coach doesn't. He needs to win, and he doesn't want to work with him. And so that out of sync at the top led to out of sync on the field. Well, he's young. You know, when you're young and you come out of a dominant program like Ohio State, you get to the NFL, and clearly he was not the head coach's first choice. Yeah. What happens when your organization is not on the same page? It's like having a beautiful home with a hole in your roof. <laughs> you still live in it. Right. But eventually, that hole in the roof and water gets through, it's going to rot. It's yeah. going to be a problem. Yeah. It's just a matter of time. If I could have counseled Dwayne better, mm-hmm. and I spoke to him quite often, but obviously didn't do a good enough job, don't let people that you just met control your destiny when you've been a winner all your whole life. Mm-hmm. But he's young. So yeah. because they may have neglected him, he may have gone into a shell Yeah. instead of being bold and saying, I don't care what you think about me, I'm going to prove you wrong. So mm-hmm. maybe he didn't approach the meetings. Like I said to Dwayne in my conversations, and I don't discuss an athlete for the most part unless I speak to the athlete. Yeah, okay. I don't believe in – no, this is what I said to Dwayne. Right, right. Man on man. Right. Dude, you need to be here when the crows start crowing. <laughs> and you need to be here when it's jet black. They should never outwork you. He lost his incentive when he didn't think he had a chance because he's young and he's more privileged than older guys, African-Americans like myself. You might've been the only one in the room. You knew you weren't going to get a break. You got to take whatever you get. Mm -hmm. He's a different generation. So he went to New York and I said, dude, they'll lure you into a trap. You took the okie (laughs) doke. You don't get prepared. Then they're going to throw you in the game. And that was New York. Right. And I can see it. I go, oh, man. But I tell you what he showed me. He recovered. And once Jay was removed, Coach Cal came in, kid showed you. Now he's back to Ohio State Mm -hmm. competing to win. Yeah. And you could tell he's he's more athletic than people give him credit for. Yeah. He's got a pocket presence that's innate. He's got a gun. And he's got a brain. Well, that's it. There are many quarterbacks in this league that are terrible. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they played a lot longer than he has thus far. Now, with Rivera and company and Scott Turner, whole new ball game. Right. No holes barred. His offseason, physically, he looks the way you look your sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Man, this dude was in the Heisman Award. He was on a banquet tour. Yeah. You know, he came in soft, man. Because <laughs> he was on, he, the guy beats Washington in the Rose Bowl. He's in the Heisman Deal. I mean, he was looking like a rock star. He's a first-round pick. And he's drafted by the hometown team. (laughs) Come on, man. 
You know, yep. he picks up his picks up his new load, and he's got to feel himself a little bit. He's young. Yeah. Every guy did that. They had a chance to. Well, now he saw what happened. Mm-hmm. And the dude, I mean, just from a physical standpoint, watching him throw the ball down in Florida, dude's ripped up, man. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. he can make this. But if they give it to him, it'll hurt him. I gotcha. urge him to go take it. Gotcha. Mm. That makes sense. And, and so I bet you are all for Kyle Allen being brought in oh, yeah. just to give that shove. I want a Cam. <laughs> oh, wow. no, I want a Brady. I want all. <laughs> because the competitor, the competitor, he will still win. Right, yes. right. You know, how are they going to beat a young stud out? Like him, unless he gets, <laughs> lets him get in his brain, like he right. let Jay get in his head. Right. You don't let him get in his head. He's physically too imposing mm-hmm. to let mm-hmm. these non-athletic chumps beat him out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And I know. So, I, I, no, go ahead, Tay. Go ahead. So, so, so segueing into that, do you believe that Dwayne, I, and I assume you do just by what you said and just by what we saw from what we see from the offseason, Mm-hmm. Do you believe that he's taken the challenge that Ron Rivera has given him? And also, do you believe he can be that franchise quarterback that we've been looking for for quite some time? Well, again, I, I'm hesitant to talk about franchise quarterbacks because it's hard to be one if you don't win. Right. Yeah. He just one position. He don't right. tackle. He don't cover. Mm-hmm. He's not on special teams. So they need a good team. Yeah. Right. These guys that become franchise, their teams don't suck. Right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's true. So let's just keep it real. Let's do one thing at a time, and let's get him competent. Then let's get a pass rush, and let's get some corners that can actually cover people, you know. And yeah. then we got a chance. But until yeah. then, oh, I don't buy it. Yeah. And 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 kind of where what you were talking about a moment ago, because we talked about the offense. And so when you go into a season with a rookie and then Case Keenum, who nothing negative to say, but, you know, we've seen him more suited as a backup, as your starter – you kind of have an idea of how the offense may go. And then you look at the defensive side of the ball. In 2018, they started off strong. It kind of fizzled out. 2019, they did not start off strong. They struggled. And so now that we have, we have you know, a Chase Young, for example, they've made some changes positionally. But having a coach like Jack Del Rio, would you say that that is the bigger difference than any yes. player we've added? Yeah, I think our staff, um, I, I trust them. They've been yeah. through this before. Right. They've been through a work stoppage. The, the bulk of his yeah. staff, Ron Rivera's yeah. have. Jack's been through it. I like him. They played. Yeah. They've been through it. They're not going to be able to be BS by players because they were players. Yeah. You know, and it, it, it's just we upgraded yeah. all the way around the board. No disrespect to the staff that was here with Jay because yeah. Jay tried to warn us. He was fighting the front office. Yeah, he was. They weren't on the same page. He was vocal about that. I respect him for that. Yeah. Made the best of it. But why bring him in if you're not going to follow him? Right, right. And not support him. So the dysfunction that, was, that prevailed through the building and defensively winning a 34 without a legitimate nose tackle. Right. Nobody does this well without a rhinoceros at nose right. tackle. For years, okay? for years and years. Yeah, so we try to reinvent the wheel. We right. don't really have dominant pass rushers. We mm-hmm. have good pass rushers. Not dominant, yep. Nobody's in a 34 is good without an animal on the edge. Yes. Okay? Don't work. 
So mm-hmm. I call it a fake 34. <laughs> and we couldn't cover a cold. So <laughs> I'm just telling you straight up. And I love them to death. I know, yeah, definitely. But I treat them like my kids. Yeah. I want my kids to be the best they can be. So if I BS my kids, I end up hurting them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's why I've always enjoyed and everyone enjoys hearing you speak is because you call it how it needs to be called from a position yeah. of love, really. You know, oh, I love them. Yeah, you're not just a negative, just pessimistic, oh, no, no, no. but they've, there's been more negative than positive lately. And so, but you know, I know, and we all know that when they win more than anybody, you'll be in their circle, you know. And look, the only way you can earn the respect of the masses is to win. Yeah, yeah. If this was something that I had not been a part of, I would think it was complicated. It's not that complicated. Yeah. We already did it. We showed, we proved, mm-hmm. nobody fought, nobody picked us. It's not about what you are on paper. Mm-hmm. It's what you're about in your heart. Yeah. Now, Joe Gibbs, Joe Bugle, God rest his soul. Yeah. Look at the people we had. But then look at the players. You know, you get a hodgepodge of middle round, the late, the free agents, and you got to surround them around a couple of diamonds. Mm-hmm. Rigo, Washington, Monk, Theismann. That's all you need. Yeah. You know, the Patriots are the best, my best example. Right, right, yeah. If they got a receiver that runs 4-6, I'll jump off the building. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter right? because they outthink you, outscheme you, outwork you. They're just smarter. Yeah. Right. And, and they don't make the critical mistakes that other franchises do because their general will not allow it. Yes. Okay? And he's not asking them about their opinions. He's telling them what to do. We got guys almost had a revolt because Jay told them to come out in pads. <laughs> or surgery practice. Yeah. <laughs> you would have thought he asked him to practice naked. <laughs> he said, put on pad. Yeah. So that's when I knew then, what kind of team are you? Yeah. Yep. You know, I, I talked about this on, on a, a radio show last week. Every time I see Tom Brady, he's in a helmet and shoulder pads in the offseason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's the GOAT. But the rest of these tadpoles, if I'm the, I would be in pads and helmet every time, just like I saw Tom. Because yeah. your throwing motion is enhanced. Mm-hmm. Receivers, I would not let a receiver go out for a pass without a helmet on. Yeah. To me, it's idiocy <laughs> to go out here trying to look cute in the pads, wear what you wear in the game. Yeah, that makes sense. But you get these soft coaches, and they want to be friends. And, again, I've never seen it work. Hell, if, it, if I thought it worked, I would have volunteered for it. <laughs> unfortunately, it doesn't work. Yeah. And so, okay – talking about, you know, Jay and whatnot. And Jay, I think, always was a good coordinator. But the head coach was the question. He's a great guy. He's a good offensive mind. But head coaching is different, right? It's more than just the schemes. It's the leadership. And so – and you can speak to this because I I think it's it's lots of times safe to say you need the talent and you need the coaching. But I think talent – I think coaching can do more with talent – than bad coaching can do with great talent. Does that, does that make sense? What's yeah. the thing? Yeah. And so you take Ron Rivera and you take a Jack Del Rio. And Scott Turner, we, you know, we, he doesn't have a huge resume, but he learned from Norv, his father. His daddy was a beast, yeah. Right, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it seems like this team now has a, a coaching nucleus like we haven't had in the last 20 years. Maybe Joe Gibbs, right? You know, you, you've had the good coaches, the Joe Bugles. You've had, but the leadership that these guys will demand things like you just talked about, not wanting to wear pads to practice won't happen, right? <laughs> and so 
thinking about that, just how much more potential on the coaching side does this team have now because of the increase in quality of the coaching staff? I think, I think it's everything. Just establishing order. Yes. And yes. how we do business. It's a bent mm-hmm. of mind. You got to know that on Wednesdays, better strap up. Yeah. Because it's going to be violent. Yeah. Thursdays, going to be violent. Friday, we back it off. Saturday, dress rehearsal, we go to war on Sunday. But if we're going to be in shells, as these guys always are, <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah. No scrimmage. We didn't scrimmage. And I'm not saying anything new. I said it in Richmond. I'll say it till my last breath. If you're going to play football, then you need to scrimmage somebody you, don't, you can't stand. Because you're never going to hit your guys that's your yeah. boys the way you're going to hit the guy from the Giants. True. It's just True. not going to happen. Yeah. So don't fake yourself into it. Mm-hmm. Bring in fresh meat and give us some people like the Texans. We had a fight. They did. They did fight. But hey, our, but we knew who would rumble. Right, right, right. We knew who would rumble and who wouldn't. Mm. We signed a deal, apparently, with Richmond, that we could not leave for whatever reason. For I think the, the, the numbers were supposed to be around a half a million dollars. Yeah. This is what I heard. Mm. A multi-million dollar operation, that's nothing. Yeah. And what jeopardizes your puppies, your free agents, from a chance to fight somebody they don't have to like. Yeah. You know, it's like a sparring partner in boxing. Would a boxer ever get in a ring for a heavyweight or middleweight fight without sparring? Yeah, yeah. Heck no. <laughs> no. Heck no. How are you going to play football and play defense and never tackle? Yeah, <laughs> I would be bringing in free agents just to tackle them. <laughs> you know, you got the money to do it. You're right. No, right. it's just really, man. I don't. I don't. I don't. Maybe they'll prove me wrong yeah. one day and win with these pillow fight practices they were having. But <laughs> they haven't done it so far. Yeah. Hopefully, it'll look different uh, this year. Last thing, kind of on this, I want to talk about, and I don't. I'm not going to say anything bad, but uh, obviously, I think more than even maybe more than the Ron Rivera, Jack Del Rio, Chase Young, all these things. One significant thing that's happened is that for the last 10 years, we've had Bruce Allen, you know, right under Dan Snyder making lots of decisions. And like I said, I'm not going to say anything bad about Bruce Allen, but obviously 10 years, no success, right? And so I'm wondering now with Ron being the head coach, but being at the top of the organization as well, and then having someone like Kyle Smith where he's working alongside with um, – how big of a difference do you think that can make? And, and do you see that not even just on the field, Ron's made a lot of changes off the field uh, in the way, you know, he's changed the building and the community work. Can you speak to that briefly? Well, we'll have to see um, because, you know, Bruce understood the game. Yeah. He had conflict with a man that he brought in to coach. Mm-hmm. There were problems that from a front office standpoint, to me, they never resolved. Yeah. And I don't understand why. It's not like he didn't have the experience. not like he hadn't won. He won with the Raiders. He won with Tampa, won a world championship. He's mm-hmm. been around winning. His father was a monster. Yeah, yeah. Now, that man, it's, you can't be his dad. Yeah. yeah. Nobody's going to be his old man. No, no. <laughs> but he, don't tell me he didn't understand and been around. He's been around too much football. He was yeah. an agent. He did all these things. What happens is that it's not Bruce's job to check all these boxes. Mm-hmm. It's the owner's job, in my opinion, yeah. to make sure Bruce checked all his boxes. Yeah. So if you put a man in charge and he's not checking all these boxes and the boxes don't get checked, to yeah. me that's on whoever's at top. Okay. It ain't him. 
To me, everything starts with Dan. Yeah. And if he doesn't want to be in the football business, then you hire somebody and you make them in charge of everything. And then you confer with them and you, whatever you do with them, you do with them. Yeah. But if you're going to assume that role, then it's on the head man every time. Whoever's at the top of the chain, to me, defines the strength of the chain. Yeah. And I think that by going with Ron and where we are now with him, I think he gets it. It, it can't like it. be fun yeah. being in last place. Right. And not being a million, a billionaire, it just can't be fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you could see last year when I think the Lions game, which was Dwayne's first win, the first one since the Dolphins. Uh, I was watching that game back, so I'm watching that game-winning kick, and just, I mean, those guys were tired of losing, you know? Yeah. They were yeah. sick of it. And then the fact that, like, you talked about Dwayne coming from Ohio, but there's lots of young guys on this team now from Alabama, from Ohio State, from LSU. They're not used to losing, you know, at, at most levels. And so, you know, I hope that it's a different generation, but I hope that that they're used to whatever. I was going to make up a word. They're used to winning this, but – them being used to winning will motivate them to help create a winning culture here. Well, they were here last year, too. Yeah. And we were dead last on third down. With all, see, I don't care if where you went. Mm-hmm. You, can go to, you can come out of all corn. I've seen more guys dominate <laughs> from the swag. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds great, national yeah. champ, but it doesn't mean squat. Mm-hmm. If you're in last place on this team, That's if you yeah. on last place on third down, you get the crap kicked out of you in the running game, you can't stop anybody. I mean, I, to me, I don't care what round you drafted in. I don't care what school you went to. Mm-hmm. All I care about is what you do when you put that uniform on here. Yeah. And right now, to me, everybody, I'm going, let's just do better. Everybody can do better. Yeah, I like them as people. Mm-hmm. Now, they're some of the best dudes I've ever met. Yeah. Class acts. Mm-hmm. But now they got to prove they can win as a team right. and become dependent upon one another. And if they do that, I like them. And I'm not talking about 2022, 20. I mean, now. I expect that if there is a season, I expect us to be very good at this. Okay. Wow. I was going to, we were going to get there. So just talking about the young guys, the, does the young, the, the big word I like with this team is potential, right? It's, it's potential, potential, potential. And it seems like there is. Mm-hmm. So those young guys just have to, take that and, and make it happen basically right because has there been a youth movement like there is now on this team in the last 20 years oh I'm sure they have I think we've done everything mm-hmm. <laughs> we've had good rookie classes we've had the Dion's we brought in all pro we've done everything but when yeah. as a group yeah the team has got to be formulated by undrafted free agents in my opinion and mm-hmm. late picks and yeah. first round picks yeah listen I don't care how many games we won back in the day if you don't have James Arthur Monk, who was a first-round pick, play like one. Yeah. Daryl Green, first-round pick, and he played like one. Mm-hmm. No matter what round you drafted in, if you don't play like you are a high pick. Yeah. So I just say that if Chase Young, who is a beast, <laughs> if, if he can be healthy and they scheme this thing up right, that's all you need. Right. Oh, All you need is right. one freak yeah. to just go. Then Kerrigan is going to have his career year. Yeah. Then Sweat is going to be all he was at Mississippi State. And all of a sudden, the guys that were here, Landon Collins is a beast. Yeah, he is. We got people. Yeah. But we got to put it collectively together. Yeah. Right. You know, and then our corners, 
have got to rise to the occasion. They man. do. They do. Yeah. They got to rise to the occasion. It is. Um, and then it, it's exciting to see that Jack Del Rio work with the Julius Peppers, work with Yvonne Miller, Alden Smith. Yeah. And I know Chase has talked about wanting to break that sack record. Um, have you had the chance to talk with Chase yet, or are you still waiting for that, looking forward to that opportunity? No, no I mean, he's a Dematic kid. You know, I saw him at Banquet. Okay. Uh, I, we host the um, the um, there's a touchdown. Yeah, so many different names for it. Touchdown Club <laughs> annual events. And so he won the, the uh, Maryland Player of the Year. Uh, I've known him since high school. Okay. And, okay. and um, okay. yeah, no, listen, he don't do anything for me. Philadelphia's on – that's who he, that's between him <laughs> Yeah, he, he's already got paid. He had a great career. I love him for all that. But it's the slate is clean. Yep. They've done nothing here. Yeah. So I know your bank account may be full from past investments, but the only account I'm looking at right now is empty. Mm-hmm. And I need all these guys to put something in this bank yeah. so we can start rolling. Yeah. I don't yeah. give a crap what they did in the past. I'm happy they got here. But it don't mean nothing to our record. We're still in last place. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I, I, the last thing we want to touch on, which you kind of you kind of talked about it, uh, Tay, was um, so going into 2020. What as fans, people who enjoy the team, like all of us, what should our what what should realistic expectations be? We have our hopes. We know we want to happen, but what should we realistically anticipate seeing? I think pretty much like our first year with Joe Gibbs. Um, there's going to be a level of excitement. Mm-hmm. We lost our first five games. <laughs> we we got to be able to take a hit. Yeah. As Jack, as Ron, as Scott. Yeah. Start being captains of the groups. Mm-hmm. They haven't been in the building together yet. Yeah, yeah. But neither has any other team. Mm-hmm. But Ron and his group have been the, – the thrust of his group has been through this before in Carolina. Yeah. Last time we had a hiccup. So he experienced it. Anytime a man has been 15 and one in this league, he lived that he's had the league MVP on his team. Yeah. Mm. He's had ferocious defenders on his defense. Yeah. Luke Keekley and his boy Thomas, they, they, they've done things. When we had Norm, he had Norman. Norman was all pro. He was. Yeah. yeah. So he's done things that we clearly have not been able to do here. Mm-hmm. with some of the personnel. Yeah. So now he gets those pieces here. And like he mentioned, the culture, the key here is that can we become a football operation and not be worried about being a publicity machine or a PR mm-hmm. function? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The only thing I want to talk about is the final score. That's how we promote. Yeah. You want to fill the place up? Win. Yeah. That's it. It just win. And if, and if we take hits early, don't jump off the ship. Right. Because we went 0-5 and, and ended up 8-8. Eight eight. Mm-hmm. Schottenheimer had a group came through and went 0-5, ended up 8-8. Eight eight. Yeah. Those are recovery. That's how you earn your stripes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because this ain't instant oatmeal. Right. <laughs> They're going to have to stir this pot. <laughs> stir this pot. It's going to take some time. Yeah, yeah. Just everybody be loyal, be faithful. And as long as those kids put in the work, I believe the scheme – will play up to our talent and then we can get off that island that nobody wants to visit. Yeah. That's uh that's great honestly. Uh I mean I w- I would expect nothing but the perfect thing but not you know if cuz it would be you know everyone wants 3 and 0 out the gate, you know, but 
if they start off 0 and 3, 0 and 4, 0 and 5, no that's not the end of it. You know, exactly. And it's a year one, and the team was not good last year. It's there's a lot of things going into, but thank you for saying that. That's that's realistic, and and we'll see what happens at the end of the day, right? But uh, I think that's everything we had for you. We did uh, we did well on time. I'm proud of us. <laughs> yes, we did. <laughs> no, but, uh, no. I mean, hey, look, I'm ride or die all mm-hmm. the way. But I understand the process. Yeah, I'm not a. I I, I enjoy supporting the team's efforts. Yeah, but I'm not a fan. Yeah, during football season. Right. I'm right. an analyst. Yeah. Right. So my job is to tell you what I see, what I mm-hmm. saw, what I expect. Yes. And good, bad, or ugly. And if they can, can't deal with if they can't deal with it, then so be it. Mm-hmm. But it'll never change who I am. Right. Because right. I speak to the people who follow this program and they followed us when they didn't even know us. They mm-hmm. followed us when we weren't even really good. Mm-hmm. And we were allowed to grow and develop. So Joe's run, hey man, I just want it back. I don't, I'm not, I, no disrespect to the Cowboys, they haven't been in the NFC Championship game in 25 years. Yeah, yeah. And yet they're the most popular thing in the NFL. That's always been That bad. tells me the society, they're smoking way too much weed. I agree. <laughs> what? I always make that We used to point. be a society that went after winners. Yeah. Right. You know, we, 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 we were following champions. Yeah. Now we're following people that are popular. So my, I'm going to hang with us. And yeah. I do believe that we got the right ingredients. Yeah. And if we not put in the work, I expect to be successful this season. Mm. And success to me is making the playoffs. Okay, mm. gotcha. Thank you for making that clear, making it plain. Yes. Playoffs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playoffs. And they they added two more spots. Um, if 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 you would take maybe just this just popped up, but yeah. maybe just sixty seconds or just how just how much time you have. You talked about the you know the the Super Bowls and Joe Gibbs. Uh, I'm 25. Tay is 27, right? Yeah, we haven't experienced yeah. that. I talked to my uncle, though, and he, he always tells me about the glory days and what it was like in D.C. Um, among Redskins fans when they were winning Super Bowls, when they were making it to – when they were winning. Can you just talk about what the atmosphere was like? Because I've heard great stories. Well, it was collegiate. Mm-hmm. The way I sum it up, it was collegiate. Gotcha. So, oh, if you, you – No, when Mary going to our place at RFK and seeing the place, the building actually move and shake. Yeah. Seeing people in the parking lot three and four hours before games, mm. having banners downtown, banners in Herndon, Virginia, at our facility, literal banners <laughs> on our businesses, um, the hogs, that movement, the fun bunch, the Pearl Harbor crew, all the subunits that we had. No matter what that was, but combined together, uh, it was just hard to beat. Yeah. And so our fan base was an advantage. Mm. And they travel. Our fan base now, they're still, man, they're still there. They are. They, they travel are. more than they do at home. Yeah. They've had sand kicked in their face a lot. Mm-hmm. And they're human. Yeah. But the people that, when I got here in 1980, that invited me to their homes and wanted to feed me. And I'm in the hotel. I didn't know, what is wrong with these up from L.A.? It's hard to trust anybody, okay? So I'm like, wow. 
and they were clapping and singing songs. And George Allen had started such a, a spirit mm. between the Wild Bunch was the special teams group and the whole team. Mm. So that group, man, for me, and seeing able to see Larry Brown, Charlie Taylor, yeah. Charlie Haraway, Jerry Smith, for me, <laughs> those are dudes when I'm in, you know, I'm in your room, you got posters up. Yeah. They played the Super Bowl, and they stayed in my hometown in Orange County, California, Santa Ana, back in 72 when they played the Dolphins. And to think that one day, when I met Charlie Taylor the first time, I, I could hardly breathe. <laughs> These dudes were that big to me, and I'm like, and you get to wear that uniform? Yeah. And, and play in front of these people? Wow. It's crazy. I mean, because there wasn't no money. And they like, you would get rich. Yeah. <laughs> you were trying to, trying to win. See, we had to win to make more money. Wow. That's the only thing I don't like about that. I'm glad these guys are getting fat. Because right. when your body starts breaking down, you're going to need to be able to bring in some help to help you people get you up down the stairs. <laughs> but you should make a fortune for winning. Gotcha. Mm. gotcha. I wish the Super Bowl was a million dollars per player bonus. Mm. Mm. I, I, I just wish that the incentive mm-hmm. was to win. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really do. I wish you – the programs that suck religiously that, <clears throat> like over in Europe, you know, in football, they buy you out. Mm. You can't be terrible every year. <laughs> you, know, have, you out. Yeah. They'll sell you, they sell your franchise. <laughs> yeah. Man, That's what I wish it was like here. Yeah. That may be a, a new rule to propose to the owners. I don't know yes. if it'll pass, but we can propose it. No, no, no. Too much money at stake. Uh, did you have anything to add, Tay? No, I just I thank you again, uh, Mr. Walker. Just uh, honestly, we are really humbled. Um, I know my dad listens to you on Sports Talk 980 a lot. <laughs> And um, team. myself included. First of all, get the name right. Otherwise, we won't get no credit in the ratings. Uh-oh. Team 980. You team 980. Talk. Yeah, Team 980. Team 980. Sorry about yeah. that. We appreciate everybody that tunes in to Team 980. 95.9 on the FM dial. Hey, look. Um, I, I didn't get lucky. I planned this. Mm-hmm. You know, and all I had to drive by seeing construction sites and seeing things. I said, oh, not cut out for that one. I saw people doing a lot of things, required a lot of heavy lifting. Hmm? Man, I sure like to talk about games. Like you guys, you yeah. call me, people call me, they want to do something, I'm in. Because you guys could be playing video games right now. I got three of y'all, three of these millennials. You could be on some some wild contraption that these boys have. But you guys are out here trying to build something. Right. You know, and you, you have passion, you want to do this. And so – like the guys that helped me, the Glenn Harris, James mm-hmm. Brown, yeah. guys in this community when there weren't a lot. Harold Bell was one of the few guys in this deal. I look at this and I go, I never forgot that. Yeah. I never yeah. forgot the fact that sitting there with Ken Beatrice and I'm going over there to volunteer to see, I just want to shadow you. I want to do this. A George Michael, who was pivotal you know, in my career. I didn't get this staying at home thinking about mm-hmm. it. I got it going down there to schedule a meeting with the general manager, Jim Gallant, at WMAL and saying, Jim, what do I need to do? How do you do that? You know, I didn't get it at home. Yeah. I got it got to get down the street hustling. Mm-hmm. You guys hit me up. I do this. Anybody hit me up? Not a problem. Anything to help y'all sitting at home, smoking weed, <laughs> playing video games, I go, I'm all in to rescue you guys. 
Yeah. Well, I, I hope we we you have to worry about us actually. Ain't nothing wrong. Out. Hey man, no, no, I'm just messing with you guys, man. No, we, y'all we, do what you want to do. Y'all no, it's hard narcotics or whatever. No, y'all no, do what you gotta do. No, it's actually we're, we're actually Christians. Yeah, so, so am I. That's awesome. No, I'm studying to be a pastor in Pascal. Yes, sir. And Pascal, he leads the choir at the church. He leads our worship at church. Mama tell Pastor. Samson, New Union Baptist Church out of Vienna, good man, sports man. I met him. Listen, he's a re- he's a listener to the radio station, and I can't wait to tell him that these young brothers in faith mm. doing this the right way, man. And I love you guys for the aspirations of reaching out and realizing that it ain't you that's making this happen. Yeah, that yes, you've been blessed to wake yes, up. Sir. So I tell Big Fella every morning, thank you for yes, giving sir. me a shot at this thing. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, now yes, sir. let me roll. I don't even lean on you too hard. I'm going to go out there and make this happen. But if yeah. I get in a little trouble, I might have to holler at you. <laughs> that's what this is. Yeah. It's still on you, yeah. but you're yes, walking sir. in faith. Yes, and I'm so proud of you for doing that. Thank yes, you very sir. much. We we really appreciate that. And we, yeah, we'll, we could say thank you all day. So maybe we no, should just. Man, y'all can thank me. <laughs> I'm overrated. It... Trust me. This is, <laughs> no. This is no. no big. This is what you'll be doing the same thing. And all I ask. Mm-hmm. Is that when y'all bouncing, doing your nationally syndicated gig, you know, 15 <laughs> years from now, when some knuckleheads call y'all up or hit you up and ask you to be on their show, promise me that you'll do it. Okay, yeah. yes, sir. When that when that doesn't happen, we will do it. <laughs> yes, sir. No, just no, we will definitely. We it will never forget the way you talked about people who helped you. We'll never be able to forget. You know, when Rick. This got is water. it, man. They, it, I'm here because I was helped. Yes, Willie Crittenden played semi-pro football. New Orleans, and not an NFL, it was a semi-pro. I met him, he was playing with Canada. And I met him, and I was a, I was a ball boy at the, at the Continental Football League, mm. the Ramblers, in my hometown. So I'm out there shagging balls, towels, and and they would let me hang with them. And I said, what, you guys need anything? They said, yeah, man, would you get us some sodas and talcum powders? I was taking a list, and I'd go to the, uh, like a people's general store or whatever, uh-huh. and I'd follow the list. And I bring them back, and I give them all their money. I say, hey, and they go, wait a minute, would you keep? I said, nothing. I just, and they go, no, no, no. Boom, 10 spot. Now, when you're 12, you get a $10 bill <laughs> for just going down the street. Mm-hmm. And my mom, my father was a Marine, so I asked my mom, I said, Mom, I know what these guys like. We go to commissary, can I? Get? She said, yeah. So I'm starting to think. Well, it's a little cheaper. I'm buying wholesale at the commissary. Yeah, yeah. Selling retail. Ah, <laughs> light came on. Yep. I said, hey, man. So I got a little cart and red wagons. And I started supplying these dudes. These dudes were like, hey, little man, appreciate you, dog. Bubba, hooking me up. I'm making money. I said, oh, my goodness. And then he said, what's your grades like? Bring me a report card. for good. And I, and I brought him one. I might erase a few things. <laughs> gave it to him. He gave me a twenty dollar bill. Nice. He said, "As long as you do this and you got perfect attendance, man, he blew me away." Mm-hmm. And I just thought, "Wow!" And that changed my life. Gotcha. You know, and they was they was hanging around, and they let me go to their apartment. You know, and they he was lighting up, drinking up, and they told me. And if they'd have told me, "Hey, young fella, you want to hit this?" Yes, sir. <laughs> they were like, if we ever hear that you get you. And they was like, but that's the way it was in the neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even the thugs, they would not, if you, 
they knew you were balling, they respected it. Yeah. So Willie Crittenden at a time when I was vulnerable told me, no, no, no. Be an athlete. You, we, you, you don't, you're not grown, boy. Earn your stripes. Mm-hmm. $20 bill for a report, positive report card. So I got to repay that favor. And I don't know if you know the story, but I'll make it quick. Mike, Mike Loxley. When Mike Loxley was 12, he was one of the kids who used to come out of my car at RFK when we would pull in. Okay. And they'd all be there trying to get tickets or whatever. Yeah. So I always knew. Pick one guy and stay with him the whole season. Okay. I happened to pick him. Wow. Wow. Now, and I picked him. I gave him two tickets for every home game. I gave wow. him two tickets for the Cowboy Championship game. Wow. Man. I just ticket in town. <laughs> my wife had it at 12. I said, you better be in the stand. Yeah, I'll be there. He later told me. He sold them, went and bought some shoes. <laughs> I, told him, I ain't mad at you. And he was him and Putney, his boy Putney. To this day, Putney's on the city council of D.C. government, and Mike Loxley's the head coach of the University of Maryland. Yeah. Mm. I was a small part of that. Yeah. Wow. But he and, and, and when they brought me their, their report card, I did just what Willie did to me. They brought it. They had perfect attendance. Boom. I hit them with a spot. Yeah. So what happened to me, I was able to repeat that. And God knows, look how many young fellows that Mike Loxley has touched. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, so that's why I say, brother, practice what you preach. Yes, sir. And yes, sir. I do that because this is the best thing going, man, when we can come together. Our whole country right now needs to come together. Yes, sir. If we do that, we can end a lot of violence and a lot of stupidity that we've had to live through. I've lived through it far longer than you guys, and it's been no change. I hope it changes in your generation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're trying to be a part of that change, and we thank you. We always like to heed the wisdom of, of, you know, elders and people talking to us who've been there. So we're listening. I promise you we are. Um, Thank you again for joining us. We'll you will never forget it. Um, it'll it'll be yeah. So we'll, yeah. You know, I don't have any. All right, we'll tweet it out. Put it on. Uh, you know, Rick Doc Walker. Rick at RickDocWalker.com on Twitter. Hit me at RickDocWalker on Twitter. Yes, sir. Pump out whatever you guys are doing. Let me help you promote your thing. And let's do. It. Let's go. Thank you. Absolutely. Yes, Thank you very much. And we'll maybe meet you at some point in the future. Training camp. Hopefully. No, no, no. Stay away. Unless y'all can, might be contagious. Y'all no. might have the virus. <laughs> We'll keep this on Zoom until they get anybody. I'll see you. All right. <laughs> okay, that's fine. That's fine. All right, man. You have a great yeah. night. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.